It's the Memorial Day sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Sean Del Grand. And we've got over 800 brand new Mazdas with outstanding incentives, like low monthly lease payments and low APR financing. Yep, it's just a great time to buy. So don't miss the Memorial Day sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. Financing on approval of credit. It's time for the Sharks Morning Skate with all the latest on San Jose Sharks hockey. Here are your hosts, Dan Rusinowski and Drew Remenda. Back-to-back hockey. Last night, a shootout loss in Los Angeles. And tonight, at SAP Center at San Jose, it's the Sharks and the Calgary Flames for the very first time this season. Drew, last night, let's stick with that for a second. I thought that, that the Sharks did not deserve to win. However, they didn't have a catastrophic mistake. They had a couple little ones. And it's so strange how it all played out. Yeah, I, I, I thought... And we talked about it last night. I thought the Sharks lacked the tempo that they needed. You know, David Quinn talked to him before the game, as we always do, and he mentioned the fact there's, you know, really there's kind of two things that are always an underlying um, foundation of what the Sharks need to do in order to be successful. One, set the tempo, set the pace. And they didn't do that. L.A. came out, and they had the juice, they had the energy, and the Sharks were always seemed to be just a step behind. And they didn't seem to have a lot of pop from line to line. And then um, the other one was manage the puck, no turnovers. Now, they did a good job on not turning the puck over, but managing the puck is more than just not turning the puck over. It's putting the puck in the right place. And you talked about it last night, that those, those rim, rims into the zone where the goalie gets out from the other team and stops it behind them, that's a giveaway. How many times have we seen that for the Sharks this year and how few times we've seen it the other way? Right, because, okay, we know the Sharks are trying to get better and we know that they're, they're a team that, is, is building. But that is something that we've seen. The guy who does it right for the Sharks, Eric Carlson, he drills it. If he's doing a hard rim, it's, it's, he drills it. And you know where it's going to go and you know where you should get to. That's one. One is, is that putting the puck in the right place is part of puck management. Putting the puck in the right place at the right time is puck management. You don't wait till the two guys are on you then try to chip it past the guy because you, it's not, you, you, you do it early and you slash skate off the puck. That's part of setting the tempo as well. And putting the puck in the right place at the right time, making sure you keep it away from the other goalie, and making sure that when you, when you get in to retrieve the puck, either defensively or offensively, you've got more numbers than they do. Again, skate to gap, get your feet moving, close things off. And I didn't think the Sharks were able to do that last night. We talked about it last night in the intermission when you came on in the intermission check-in that maybe that save by James Reimer on Kaldiev near the end of the second period could be a turning point of the game. Then he made those two unbelievable saves in overtime on Spence. It was all by himself. Why? I don't know. And so he gave the team a chance to win. It really feels lousy when a goalie plays that well and gives you that opportunity and then you don't win. Yeah, you go to the shootout and um, you lose. And it's... You, you know, we can argue about the shootout all day. It's it's the way that they've decided, and it's it's here. It's here. That's the way it is. Um, but James has given the Sharks a chance to win. More nice than not, he's given the Sharks a chance to win. And I, I loved his game yesterday, and he he did everything he could. So I I still think it was a turning point as far as they got a point. You know, and if, if looking at oh, we're not looking at the silver lining. You're looking at the big picture. Look at the big picture of get as many points as you can. And 
even though they didn't play very well, they got a point instead of getting blown out like they did before against Los Angeles. So I, uh, I, I, I got no worries with James. I, I don't worry about James Reimer. I really don't. There's, he may have a hiccup in his game. It may last a couple games here and there. He's able to work his way out of that. He's a total pro. No, for me, the, the critical goal was the Anderson-Dolan goal. Absolutely. And w- it started, and it was, why does this all happen at the same time? It reminds me of that goal um, against Detroit in, in game four when the Sharks were on the verge of going up three games to yep. one in 2007. Patty Marlowe's on the wrong side of the puck. Nabby's all wrong. Every, everybody's wrong on the play. All five guys on the, on the ice and the goaltender wrong. And uh, then they end up tying the game. Robert Lang gets the tying game. And then from then on, it was all Detroit all the way. And Ron Wilson knew it. I I mean, I just remember that. Uh, Last night on that goal, Lindblom falls down, first of all, in a confrontation with Kupari. Mm -hmm. That's the first thing. Then Vlasic, for some reason, isn't able to control it in the slot. Anderson gets it. And then all of a sudden, right there, it goes a rebound for for Reimer that he probably wouldn't like to have. But he had to get over to get the puck. And it goes right to Anderson Dolan, and it's in. And this guy's got three goals all year, two of them against the Sharks. Yeah. Dano's got two career power play goals, both this year, both against the Sharks. Yeah. What the, what's going on? <laughs> Isn't that funny we see that? The one thing about that goal, too, though, if, if you look at the f- four Sharks that are at the net, the Sharks outnumber at the net, but they're, they all got their backside to Anderson Dolan. They're all staring at the puck trying to find it. Game happens fast, and every once in a while, those things happen. It's, it's disappointing because that was that. You're right. That was a key moment in the game. Sharks get the lead, and then they not able to take over. And also, the power play in the in the overtime wasn't very good. I mean, it was lacked urgency, lacked efficiency. Well, that's the next thing. First of all, you have a power play in overtime, right? Yeah. The overtime is only five minutes, so you're taking up almost fifty percent of the time on the man advantage, and you're outshot seven nothing in overtime. To me. That tells me that the Sharks just didn't deserve to win. Yeah, well that's you, if you lack urgency, you will lack efficiency. Well, now we move on to back-to-back hockey, and we just uh, walked yeah. out with Daryl Sutter and holding court with the media. Great to see Big D, as usual. Uh, his team is winless in five games, and so it doesn't surprise me that Daryl was in a good mood because when the team wins five in a row, he's grumpy. Right. But when they're losing five in a row, he's just fantastic yeah. and just in a great mood before the game. But you know that he's got he, he's very similar no matter what the game is. But it's just funny to see that. And I think it's kind of a reflection of what he thinks the team needs. 100%. That's exactly right. He blows. He walks against the blowing of the wind. Okay. He, he goes into a situation where he knows what the, the peripheral opponents are doing, what they're saying. Peripheral opponents, especially in Canada when it comes to hockey, is the media. They know the negative feeling. He knows the heavy feeling around the team. So he, when the wind is blowing, he walks against the wind, and he changes the narrative. He changes the feeling. He tries to, anyway. Um, but we know Daryl has, has ways in order to get around this. Now, this is an interesting team because it's a good team. It's a very well-constructed team. They lose Goodrow. They lose uh, Kachuk. That's that's two forty-goal scorers. They they lose two-thirds of a hundred hundred or a three-hundred-point line with Lindholm and Kachuk and Goodrow. Lose those guys. Most teams couldn't recover from that. Brad Treliving did a great job. The general manager. He goes out and he gets Huberdeau and Weger. Huberdeau, best winger in hockey last year, should have been an MVP. And then they get they get Weger. Top four defensemen. But the team hasn't been able to capitalize on that. Huberto seems to be a little bit lost, but they've still got a very talented hockey club. They're, they play a different style than they did last year. Which gets back to the thing, Huberto is not Kachuk. No. 
No. And he can't be Kachuk. He's got to be Huberto. Right. So, therefore, the flames that are on the team have to adjust. And we know, as we've seen in this team, adjusting to new ideas and new concepts takes a little while. Yeah, and we always, in sports, we always compare them with the team last year. What about the team there? And I just read a saying the other day. It was a comparison is the killer of joy. And we do that a lot in in hockey. They're not the same team they were last year. They've got to embrace a different style, and Daryl is really fighting and focusing to try to get his team to embrace that different style that you're not going to possess the puck as much as they did last year. Big game tonight for Kapo Kakinen. He's in the nets. He's got to match what Reimer did last night. And he's also got to do it against this Flames team. It's pretty desperate. Not sure. I think they're going to go with Markstrom probably tonight. I, Dan Vladar has played a lot of games for them, but looks like Jacob Markstrom. He had a really good season last year, but it's much more mixed this year. He said uh, a couple games ago, he said he's been terrible. He said, I've been terrible. I haven't, didn't, I haven't done my job. He's talked a lot about the fact that he needs to be better. Um, and he hasn't been great like he was last year. Um, again, comparison, right? But he, this is, again, a really good goalie. They've got the talent. They've got the, the ability. But that team needs to skill their way. They, they, they need to embrace the grind of how Daryl needs them to play right now. So for the Sharks tonight, it's got to be a checking game. Away from the puck, they have got to be on top of it. They've got to play. They want to, they've got to grind it out tonight and they should because they're going on back-to-backs well as the saying goes the Sharks basically demolished the theory that the first game back from a road trip is is terrible for the home team last night and so tonight they're going to maybe demolish the theory that the tired team is the one that should lose it should be an interesting game tonight one thing the Sharks have to do in that check-in game Drew is they have to not get distracted by Nazim Kadri because he can be a major, major factor in the game. And I think that's something you're Excellent going to have to point. stay away from. Excellent point. Should be a good game tonight. We're on the air at 630. Scott Hannon is with me this evening. and We've got all the action on the Sharks Audio Network. Until then, that's the Morning Skate for today. You've been listening to the Sharks Morning Skate. Make sure you're listening all season long to the latest Sharks news and information right here on the San Jose Sharks Audio Network.